Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is July 8th. 2021. The time is about 11.30 a.m. and Radio NMPC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rmlockgroup.com. For those people who are in the conference, if you want to ask any questions, please raise your hands. You'll be announced with your uh, name. Those people who have written letter to the congressman and send an email to the State Department will get the preference over other people to ask the question. So if you have sent the two letters to one, the congressman and Joel Afrin, and you have sent an email to the State Department, as given in the links, that you will be provided preference compared to the other people asking the question. Go ahead, Gayatri. Mansoor. Uh, thank you, Rahul, sir. Uh, I have a quick question regarding interfiling medical. Uh, for you know, on my I four F I receipt, I have the receipt that is the address coming from uh, Texas Service Center in Mesquite, Texas. So should mm-hmm. I send it, send it to the same your... same address which you have it on the receipt number, receipt notice? And, uh, yes, sir. and uh, should I send uh, both mine and my wife in the same package, or should be separate? You can you can send it both together. Okay, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Next person, please. And for those people who need any guidance on that, the link is provided. It's there, how to send, what to send. Uh, it's there in the in the chat, guys. Vinod, go ahead. Namaste, Rahul Adigaro, and uh, thanks for uh, taking my question. I have a quick question related to my um, H-1B extension and H-4EAD extension, as well as um, AO adjustment of status EADs uh, for me and my wife. So uh, here's a background. Like uh, My trajectory date is... Uh, 2014 February and I downgraded petition to EP3 and I got my EAD approvals and back in December and I'm about to uh, file an extension with my uh, my lawyer uh, planning to extend all the all the petitions like H1B, H4, H4 EAD as well as adjustment of status EADs for me and myself and my wife. So my wife is currently working uh, on H4 EAD. So my quick question is like, what's going to happen if uh, to her H4 and H4 EAD, um, if or you know, if she moves to green card EAD like AOS EOD, because right is now it's I- taking like is your I140 approved? Yes, uh, I uh, my I140 EB3 got approved in March because so I why uh, why it. let her move to the AOS EAD? Why you why you guys fear so much about it? Okay, so. Um, Okay, so that that's that should be completely fine. If I were you, if I were you, I mean, all the reason why you are extending the H one B and H four, according to me, is only to give charity to your immigration lawyer. 
and you're very rich or your company is very rich. And you don't okay. know what to so, do with your money. That's all I can think about. So, so that's completely yeah, fine. I mean, if I, I, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm just telling you that if I were you, I would move on, on to the 485 EAD. I personally, myself, I did work on 485 EAD. I, was, I so worked you, as a lawyer. I remember like by looking at your videos, you said like um, uh, maintaining both EB2 and EB3 should be in the line. But if my wife moved to EB3 uh, AOS EAD, will that be any problem no, to me? You can still move to EB2. Okay, yeah, that's the only question. I... Okay, Next person, sure, yeah. Thank you very much. Diagnostics? Okay. Diagnostic? Sai? Hey Rahul, <clears throat> can you see me okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, so I've applied for my EV3 uh, downgrade back in October 2020. Um, uh, last week I did uh, upgraded it to premium processing. Um, I'm waiting on it. So I think my question is around the interfiling is it a good idea to uh, go ahead and interfile the medicals uh, for the 485 or should I wait for the RFE? If it's not a good idea, we wouldn't have suggested you to interfile. <laughs> should I wait for my I-140 to be approved? Um, did you do the premium processing? Yes. Uh, did they accept it? Uh, the status that does say that uh, we case was received and uh, received notice was sent. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, you can wait until the I-140 is approved and then send the medicals. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Trivedi? Uh, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking the call. Uh, actually, uh, my H-4 is still pending and my employer filed H-1B visa for me, but uh, I got RFE that uh, saying that my adjustment of status for H-4 should be approved first. So, I mean, in case if they give me I-797 approval without I-94, and if I need to go out of the country, then in that case, do I need to go for stamping or I can just visit and come back? Because I don't have valid I-94, right? In this case, because my H-4 mm -hmm. is pending. Yeah, you cannot go. You have to get the stamping before you come back. Oh, I cannot. Okay. And I mean, can they reject my H-1B? Uh, they cannot reject on this place. On what basis? They and cannot reject this just because... Just H4 because is pending. Yeah, they won't reject the H-1B. At the most, they will reject the I-94. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I mean, my I-94 was not expired, only EAD was expired. So I'm still not sure. I mean, are there, I mean, still valid reason that they are saying that it should be when adjudicated? Is your I, when is your I-94 expired or expiring? Uh, it expired on 30th, um, 1st of July this month, but my um, application reached on 23rd of June. So my EAD was expired. Is, is this for the quota? Uh, no, cap exempt. There's no reason. You should get I-94. There's a mistake so, that they're assuming. So, did, I mean, you put the, did you put the start date before July 1st or after July 1st? Um, start date for H-1B? Yeah. Uh, that I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, what my... If they, put the, if, yeah. if they put the start date before July 1st, 
your H1B should be approved with the I-94. No questions in it. But if they put mm -hmm. the start date as August or July, August or September though, then it's a different issue. Oh, okay. So probably I will check with Dr. Tony what start date. Can we, can they modify? I mean, uh, no. now... Once you applied, you cannot. Now you cannot. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. Diagnostics. Hi, can you hear me, Rahul? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, wish you belated uh, birthday wishes. And as per your Thank request, you. I sent a letter to my local Senator Cory Booker and the Congressman Pallone. And I sent a letter to uh, Visa Bulletin for Charlie with Thank my questions. Thank you very and much. And I have... Thank you for your um, guidance. And I have a question on uh, final action date retrogression. Um, I want to give you my background. My priority date is May 5th, uh, 2010 in EB2, and it has been current. My adjustment of status was filed in October 2020 as a straight application. I-140 is approved. Biometrics are done. Medicals will be filed. Um, and uh, my question is, once a priority date gets current in final action date chart, is it locked in until the green card? Or can the final action date retrogress, in which case I cannot get the green card by September 30th, 2021? Um, the final action dates are not supposed to retrogress at least until July or if not September of 2022. I mean, they can technically, but practically it doesn't look to be that they're going to retrogress. And the other thing that what you said is that, are you locked in because your final action dates are current? No, you're not locked in. Can the dates go back? Yes, they can go back. Have they gone back? Yes, several times. I will say you, 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 your prior date is May 10th, 2000 and 10 is right. You have seen that it touched May 1st of 2010 is right? Yes. It took nine years to get back to May yes. 1st of 2010. So it could happen in, I'm not telling it could, it could not happen, but at this point of time, it's not going to happen at least until September of 2022. The other thing for you would be that most probably for you, for only for you though, it may not, it may not go back. Okay, and what is the reason for because it? Because it already crossed the May 1st, 2020, uh, sorry, 2010. Okay. And uh, I'll be very surprised if it goes back for you. Now, for the people who are in 2011, that's a different story though. Okay, so should I expect to get my green card approval at least by the end of December of this year or... You should, but you never know. It depends on the officer who got the file. If that guy is lazy, then he will point out the processing time is 50 months. There is nothing you can do about it. Can I follow up in any ways or you know, check with the servers? Every, everything you do it, they will say that you're in line. There's nothing odd about you. Okay. So there's nothing else I could do to no, nothing get else. the green card. Send the medicals if, if you have not yes. sent the medicals. Yes, I'll be done. Anything else you would like to inform no, me? No, other than if you contact the congressman on an individual case though, they're going to contact, you'll get a very uh, response saying that you're in line, nothing special about you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. 
Thank you, ma'am. Okay, thank Next you. Next person, please. Madhu. Hi, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, Madhu. So I have applied for my H four EAD renewal last year September, and it got approved in March this year, and I got my approval notice, and till now I haven't received my EAD card. Oh come on! It's been three and a half months. So, so it's approved online. I... It's approved online, or it's not approved. It's approved online, and I received the approval notice too. Yeah. Uh... And it's been three and a half months. I did not receive the physical EAD card. Your question. Mm -hmm. So I have uh, raised multiple requests, and are, are you working helpful. right now? Are you working right now? Ah, uh, yes, I am working on the approval. notice i'm not going to i'm not going to speak anything to you good or bad relax buddy okay just relax okay but if i want to change my job i need the ead card right you're right mhm mm yeah that you can can't, you can can't, you can file one more 765 form saying mm -hmm. that and don't and uh, don't pay the fees because if you pay the fees they're going to deny it tell them that you never received it there is a column in there and then file it again send okay. the passport pictures and all the documents and try your luck it may take a year or a year and half for you to get it <laughs> okay it's like a replacement card right that's right okay and i should not pay anything for that no if you pay they'll deny it okay okay mm -hmm. and do you guys do it can we do through no. you <laughs> this is going to we're going to go in circles like circles like circles and and the reward is not going to be that good just do it yourself uh we took okay. one or two cases like that oh my goodness it's a nightmare it's a nightmare <laughs> yeah it's 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 like doing like 2485 applications for us and still the reward is and then and 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 you will see the google uh, reviews of us, those things that we did definitely bad job Okay. okay just do it yourself yeah. follow the sure. directions what thank i you. told you do it uh, there is nothing special we can do for you next person please thank you lokesh hello yes hello sir hope you're doing good um had a question regarding uh, downgrade so i my uh, priority date is for 2016 july um and it, it was filed in eb2 category i have an approved i140 petition from my employer um, um as you're saying things could move fast the dates could uh, move faster for eb3 so i may have a chance to downgrade to my employer which my employer is doing but mm -hmm. do, do you think the dates could go back uh, and do, do you think that, that there are chances where it happened in 2007 2008 i think you mentioned in one of your youtube channel saying uh, there are people who have waited 9 years and they were in ead for 9 years do you think that can happen uh, that's my question no i don't think so i don't think so 9 years is a perfect word uh, 20 years would be a perfect word though oh so you're saying the dates could go back and we may get a ead but you might not get the green card for the yeah. next 20 years yeah Do you have any That's children born in United States? I have two kids. Yes, both yeah. born in. United if States. if the if uh, and your what is your priority? You said. Uh, 
16, July 2016. Let me tell you, there's a good chance that your prior date will become current in October. But here is the thing. If the in USC has... Uh, no, EB3. Okay. Okay. And here is what's going to happen. If they don't give you the green card by September, October 1st of 2022, mm-hmm. that nine-year word is not a true statement. So you're saying it could be more than that. Okay. Oh, yeah, it could be, it could be, it could be. But you have a good thing is that you have a US citizen children, they will become 21, and they'll get you the green card. Okay. So Mark we can only, only live with the hope that H1B, we get the extension for the next 20 years. You know, uh, one, one good thing about people need to understand is that once you're in 485, you don't have to worry about the H1B, sir. Oh, okay. You can rely on uh, your EADs. You can rely on EADs, yeah. And that that's has a good to be thing. Every, renewed yeah, every that, year. That, that is ministerially approvable. I mean, there is not much, there's no, I mean, what is the law? You know how much we charge for EADs? I mean, $100, $150. We, we need to charge okay. some monies, right? I mean, come on, we're doing some work for filing okay. it, putting okay. in the FedEx and all those things, is right? Okay. So we, so we don't charge the same thing for H1Bs? No, we don't. We charge much more. Okay. The filing fees is different and here is everything. So definitely filing an adjustment of status, you'll be in a much better shape compared to staying on H1B. But I still, okay. you still need to get out of this conference calls and get the green card because that's the only way. So yeah, I, 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 did you write the letter to the congressman already? No, I didn't. I followed your YouTube and I'm going to bad do Bad guy, bad guy. You're a I'm bad gonna guy. I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to do that. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Thank, Thank you, you so much. No, I'm good. That's Next it. person. Oh, I'll call one other back. thing. One other thing. No, you're uh, a bad guy. Unless you do it, I'm not speaking with you. Next person. I'm going to do it today, sir. For sure. I've been just procrastinating. Yeah. I don't speak with bad guys. Next person, please. Shrutika? Hi, Rahul. Um, Thanks for the call. Uh, my uh, question is regarding 485. My priority date is going to be current uh, as per the final action date uh, in uh, August bulletin. So just for the uh, filing uh, purpose, I uh, wanted to check, can I submit my medical along with 485? Is it advisable? Uh, you are filing the 485 right now, is it right? It will be current uh, in Ag- next Ag- week's bulletin. So is it in yeah. EB2 that you're filing? Yes, EB2. Why didn't you convert in October? <laughs> Sorry. Why didn't you convert in October to EB3 and file? Yeah, my, my attorney was discouraging and she said that even if you file, it won't be uh, in premium processing. It will be in regular processing. Oh, come on. Okay. So now anyway, it's 1st yeah. June. Of- no, I got the point. First I got June, the point. Yeah. I got the point. Yeah. I got the point. Uh, well, you know, there I am. That's fine. Um, file it with the medical. The reason is that I want your case to be approved before September of 2022, not after September 2022. And if you don't get into September of 2022, unlike the other guy who may have to wait for 20 plus years, you may still have to wait for about 10 to 12 years. So it's better that you file with the medicals. Now, we didn't encourage that much in October of 2020, because at that point of time, we didn't have enough time. I mean, it's only six days to file for it for application. You could do interfiling, but yours is final action dates is current. So right, I would right. definitely, definitely include the medical. Okay. And second question is, uh, my H1B extension is due in uh, February 2022. 
So is it advisable to file an extension by yes. end of this year? Yes. Or the reason wait. why is that we don't know whether your EAD is going to be approved by February of 2022. So I, you can file, you can wait until January to see if your EAD gets approved, which doesn't look to me that it may be approved. So yeah, I will file one extension for you. Okay. Thank you so much, Rahul. Thanks for your time. And be a good girl and write the letter to Congress. Next person. Yeah, please. yeah, sure. I will. Kiran? Hi, Rahul. How are you? Good. Um, Rahul, my priority date is November 1st, 2011. Um, EB3, 140 approved. Um, USCIS received on October 30th, uh, but the received date on the notice is December 30th on 485. The question I have is, I already sent medicals along with my 485, uh, but because of this received date mismatches, what should I do with the uh, medicals? Should I wait for RFE or should I send a fresh medicals along what with- What is the received date mismatch? Uh, the, there is called receipt date as notice date. Receipt date is mismatch. Receipt date is December 30th, even though it's supposed but to it be was, October 30th. But either way, either way, on December 30th, the priority date was current for you, right? That's right. Let's take it as December. What's the problem in taking as December right now? Uh, the question is the medical. It's it's valid only for the six Ah, You got me. You got me. Okay. The 60-day validity period. The question here is, you know, now I moved, since it's been more than 180 days, I moved uh, to a different company this Tuesday. So wondering, shall I file medicals, new medicals along with 485J? I would definitely do it if I were you. Okay. I would definitely okay. do it. Now that's, go to the same doctor though. He won't punch you all the things again. Go to the same doctor and then that uh, it will, it's not about money saving though, just punching up all different things in you, you'll save those things. You don't want pull you to be given third time again. Uh, so yeah. uh, just go to the same doctor. If I were you, I would. Yeah, I got your point. The 60-day okay. thing rule. Yeah, thank you for uh, catching oh. the point. One more question. So my wife, uh, she her H4 expires December 25, 2021. She did not receive the biometrics, even though mine was done, completed. She did not get the biometrics appointment. Um, the question here is, Shall we wait for the 485 EAD or should I file for H4 and EAD uh, based on my new H1? Go ahead, file the H4. Plus. Are you filing H1 with the new company? Oh, I already got the yeah new company. I moved based on H1. Okay. Yeah, I would file the H4 plus EAD again just to be on the safer side. Um, there is a chance that they may have taken her biometrics that she has done on the H4 though. And even though it's the priority date is, I mean, the final dates are current number for 2011, uh, you don't expect uh, to get EAD or, you know, uh, payroll anytime soon. Uh, that, that, that has nothing to do, the priority date has nothing to do with, uh, the priority date has nothing to do with EAD in advance world. In fact, the priority date has a minus point in getting it because if the per person opens a file, he's maybe waiting for it to approve the entire application. Okay. And deny your year in advance parole. I was under the impression that we might get a GC directly rather than... Uh, There's a chance. There's a chance for it. There's a chance for it. But, you know, they are lazy and lousy and you don't want to count on them. Um, I would spend that extra money in filing the H4 plus EAD to be on the safer side. Okay. 
thank you appreciate it thanks you narender yeah <clears throat> hey hey rahul this is uh, narender can you hear me yes yeah so actually like you know i have a prior period of 2012 december in eb2 with my old mm-hmm. employer Mm-hmm. So now, uh, now with uh, my current employer, I got my perm approved. Luckily, couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, question is, uh, but I think they did it in EB two perm. So can they do EB three at this point? Absolutely, they can. If the if the labor certification is in EB two, you can do it EB three, no problem. If the labor certification is in EB three, you cannot do EB two. Here is okay. a question. All we are certifying, and you know, to tell you the truth is, oh, you can climb hundred floors in one hour. Right, That's right. Yeah, I, I heard you. All we need to do is say that this guy can fly, can climb fifty floors in one hour. That's automatically. Right. All billionaires are millionaires, okay. but not all millionaires are billionaires. Okay. So, any other restrictions? Can I still do premium? You can absolutely. You can. and and why not why not you file for it fine right now yeah yeah that's the plan if possible uh, we will just what do you mean uh, possible it is possible i think now only thing hurdle is my hr they have a little bit they are little bit lost they don't have many h1bs with them so they are uh, oh, they'll hire us we'll take care of it give the labor certification okay. to us we'll file i140 and for it fine of okay. course we'll charge you the money so do you see any because i think they didn't get approved uh, last time october one one small thing though don't do premium processing of i140 i take back okay when you file i140 and 485 i recommend do not do premium processing together okay okay so just do regular once you get the i140 receipt notice you convert into premium processing okay but i'm still eligible to do premium because i just got the form of you do but when you're okay. filing both applications together somehow the uscis is rejecting them right i heard okay Okay, that's the reason I would not recommend to do premium processing. And as soon as you get I one forty receipt notice, you convert into premium processing. Okay, so and, we, uh, there are some people who force us. No, we don't want to do it. You know, we don't because after three months we get the rejection. Who knows if the prior date goes back? Okay, but other than that, you don't see any complexities, right? Because my no, date sir. is current now. Okay, you are good to go. Is this same as uh, just doing? If I already had EB two. I one forty is it same as just applying one uh, EB three downgrade or is this, is this a, am I in a better position because I didn't apply yet? Oh no, you are in no better position. You are okay, in no better thing. position. Yeah, because no uh, position. my HR has an argument like they didn't do it last October. They were like other people who were in the same boat like EB two to EB three. They didn't do. It. Yeah, have them you know make an appointment. Have your friends make an appointment with us, and then we'll okay. discuss with the HR. We have convinced a lot of companies though. We signed oh, up with didn't? a lot of different companies uh, recently. Okay. In fact, our marketing effort in this one is paying off much better because we signed up with so many new companies. We explained to the HR, look, we give this guy the green card. You don't have to file the H one Bs. You don't have to file H four EADs. You don't that's have to what, do the yeah, process. Yeah, that's what I escalated. So yeah, I already... and then you award all the money. And get this, kick this guy, and he's the happiest guy too. Right, right. So I already escalated. You should, you should, you should two birds with one one bullet. <laughs> yeah, I explained that. That's how I was able to escalate it with my, you know, IT department. Like they are escalating with HR to, you know, talk to them further. So, yeah, if you want, you know, we can make an appointment with Emily Newman in our office. She'll speak with your HR. Okay. Okay, sounds good. And also one last question, if you have, if you admit, sure, uh, is there any restrictions on the travel if I apply now? 
like uh, how we should no, plan. No, there are no restrictions on travel as such. You are general restrictions. You already know on the H one B they are there, but your mm -hmm. advance parole will be denied. You just have to reapply advance parole. Okay. Other than that, if needed, uh, I can. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Ne Rahul. Next, next person, please. Yeah. Surin. Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, yeah, a question. So my spouse has approved H-1B and approved H-4 EAD for the next three years, but she got a H-1B uh, like a couple of days back, she got a H-1B approved and like a couple of weeks back, she got a H-4 EAD approved. So now if by chance she gets laid off, uh, can she immediately use the H-4 EAD or we'll have to go through, go and file change of status or anything like that? Uh, if she wants to use the H-4 EAD, there are two options. One is you can make us rich and file a change of status from H1 to H4. And that will take about anywhere between four months to 14 months. Yeah. And believe me, there are a lot of people who curse me about the timings of the H4 and H4 EAD. Yeah, we just, we okay? just went through the whole process. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. And that's going to cost, we normally charge around you know $800 plus filing fees and all those things. That's one way of doing it. There is another way of doing it. Oh, I recently went to Cancun. Maybe you noticed it. I don't know. Um, you and your wife can fly to Cancun, stay there, have a nice margaritas and tequilas. You come back and she tells you that, she tells a border, border guy, oh, I'm coming on H4 and this guy is my husband. That's it. She comes here and she works on EAD. Which solution you wanted? <laughs> of course, the tequila yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks, Raghul. So, yeah, lose the second option. And uh, so, basically, getting the passport that's, stamp. That's called automatic revalidation. You may ask me a question. My wife doesn't have the H4 stamping in the passport. How can she come back? I don't have the H1B stamping in the passport. How can I come back? That's called automatic revalidation. There's an article that I've written on my website. You can look into it. So I will get mine stamped. Both of us will get, get our passport. You don't stamped. have, no, you don't go for stamping at all. What did I tell you? Go to Cancun, have tequila and come back. I didn't tell you to go to stamping. Okay. So when, so when we tell them that, so the H4 will take precedence. That's how we, we make. That's make all. It. Is she married with you? Yes. Happily married. Well, not exactly, but that's fine. That's it. You're in. Okay. Thanks. Raghav. That, yeah. Thanks Next about. person, please. So that's the reason, you know, you go to some lawyers, they just eat all your money and then file the H4. What the damn are they doing? Okay. So yeah. just go to have tequila and come back. Okay. Next Thank person, you. please. Narsimha. Hey, Rahul Garu. Thanks for taking your time on answering the questions. And uh, my question is uh, more like uh, my one of my friends is, uh, is with the Indian MNC but they are not doing GC for him. So he want to, uh, you know, file a GC with the one of the consulting company and uh, by staying back in the Indian MNC payroll. Is that okay to file a perm in a different it's, company? It's definitely legal. It's definitely legal for a company that he's not working to file a green card application though. But tell this friend of yours that they don't like him. The company doesn't like him. The company is not treating him very good. He should move out of the company though. It's better to work for a company that is filing for the green card. There are some minus points, whether or not you're going to get the H-1B approval. If, I'm sorry, 
green card i140 approval when you're not working for the company but technically speaking yes they can yeah i'm just talking about the labor certification once labor certification is done he is ready to move into payroll before they file i140 but there's still called ability to pay the company has to show the ability to pay because if yeah, they are they not already paying the if if they are not already paying the salary though they have to show the ability to pay if the profits are not good there will be a minus there and there is a chance of risk of getting the i140 denial yeah but their net gross is good enough so that they can okay. uh, show that that's why i don't see any reason why such a nice company is doing all these benefits and this guy is i don't know what to say i mean he's yeah, that, he, that, you know this that, is like the chicken that that eats in my home and lays eggs in somewhere else i, 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 I don't it, know but the only reason yeah uh, the only reason he have a family issues in the back in the home and that the indian mnc processing him for canada you want to keep all these options open that's why we find option to uh, one of the consulting they're doing all doing those this. things because they couldn't do the green card Anyway, right. I told me what uh, I have to tell. You can technically, yeah. you can technically file it. Yeah. Other question I have is my priority date is July two thousand seventeen, and uh, can I wait till dates become uh, like filing dates become active, or can I file the uh, like a EB three downgrade right away? If I were you, I would do it right away. and you will have two tickets one ticket on horse one ticket on camel whichever comes in you can go i will not wait until september or october okay and other thing is uh, so i don't i don't have to file it in premium the downgrade of the 140 so i just need to Never. file it in regular regular and convert it to premium processing afterwards once we got the receipt that's right sir thank you very much i'll take uh, the next uh, two callers guys Anup Uh hello Rahul Garu thanks a lot sir thanks a lot um uh we did a, a downgrade application back in October priority date is uh, December 2012 um gave our fingerprinting back in April no no status update since um what about the I140 is it approved uh no we did apply for the premium for that it's been over 2 weeks we haven't heard about the acceptance yet Okay. Uh, uh, so, so we're we're waiting. Um, so, if it gets rejected, keep filing it again. Okay, sir. Yes, got it. Uh, so, a few questions. So, so back in October, we did along with the medicals. So, with this sixty-day medical stuff, uh, do we want to resend the medicals or oh, just wait, 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 wait until then? That gentleman, what he was speaking about is, he submitted the he got the medicals in October. but the us uscs received the application in december 30th got more it. than 60 days after he got the medical in your case if the uscs has received within 60 days you don't have to do it again i might uh, so just i'll rattle out the dates i mean you know obviously back in towards the end of september or early october we took the medicals sent the packet like probably the last week when of did october. the uscs receive the 485 I think the receive date is like probably end of November something. The receipt date is like February something, 2021. So the, the the notice date is February. The receipt date is November. My receipt question is date is November. Yeah, November. So is it more than 60 days after you got the medicals? That's the main question. No, it probably. I'll, I'll double check that. Probably. Well, not. is it yes or no? So if it's no. if it's less than your if it's less then you you don't have a problem. Got if it. it's more, okay. they won't deny your application. They'll issue an RFE. 
Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, a couple other questions, sir. Uh, the OPT thing, like, you know, we're like, we're folks who did masters back in the days and then OPT and all. We have a different set of A numbers from our OPT. And for some reason, different A numbers in this. Is that an okay I thing? That's yeah. fine. No problem with it. That's fine. Uh, last thing about the letters to the congressman. We did the email part. Is there a difference uh, between email and physical letters or something like that? Or does email is what you send to the congressman and you already, but there is called Congresswoman Joe Lufgren. We want you to send a copy to her though. The reason is that she is the, um, she's more knowledgeable. Uh, she was in charge of keeping all the priority dates current in 2007. Everything current in EB2 and EB3. Not one year, not two years. She made she made us everybody file, everybody who has a labor, a labor approval where we filed for it for application at the time. So we want that lady to be alerted on it. That's the reason we want you to. And you may not be sending emails to us. That's the reason we want you to write a letter to her. Next and the last caller, please. For Adish? Hey Rahul, uh, I'm Adesh here. Uh, you know, my priority date is Feb 2015 and uh, I'm trying to pre-prepare my 485 application. You know, one of the requirements that I know is that you need to have a text transcript. Uh, unfortunately for this year, um, my daughter's ITIN was expired and I tried renewing it through IRS and somehow- What tax transcript are we speaking about? The tax returns. We don't need, for the 485 application? Yeah. We don't need it. My, um, my, Attorney keeps telling me that I need tax transcript or tax returns. I don't know what to tell them. No. Um, you, he is. Did he told you in October or did he tell you right now? Uh, right now. No. Um, there is something called nine four four form that requires income tax returns and everything from preceding, and there are a lot of. You also need your credit score. You also need a bank statement, your asset statements, even your daughter, even if your four-year-old daughter's credit uh, credit report and all those things. Thanks to Biden, he removed the 944. There's no 944 anymore. Okay, so we don't have to submit any tax returns when we file uh, this this year. No. Okay. Absolutely not. Now, it is not true statement if we would have made that statement in October, but it is a true statement right now. Okay. Okay. Tell him that there is no 944. Treat him out from the US. 944? 944, 944 doesn't exist. Okay. That okay. form doesn't okay. exist anymore. Okay. Thank you. And thanks to Biden. Thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.